Today, once again, I have with me Mike Wilson, and we're going to be talking about this upcoming event um, on Saturday, October 5th, at the Church of Christ at Santa Clara, 850 Pomeroy, and we hope that many of you will join us. Um, it'll be about how we got the Bible, and um, we're going to talk today about some of the aspects of the event. Um, but first, I wanted to ask Mike, um, how old were you when you first got interested in collecting old Bibles? Well, I, I don't know if I want to reveal age. <laughs> uh, I'm 60 years old now, and this was four years ago, uh, so it was relatively late in the in life. I've had several hobbies over the years, but um, my wife and I sold a house in California four years ago. And we were looking at alternative investments, and we both have kind of an interest in art. And I've had an interest in the history of the Bible for a long, long time. And I was doing some reading, and um, the idea was presented that these some of these ancient Bibles are very rare, and and yet they're they're a little bit more affordable than buying an expensive piece of art. And, and one of the things I was reading at the time is is alternative investments and in buying uh, artwork that is unique that would go up in value. And uh, one of these a- antique Bible dealers was making the point that that uh, ancient Bibles tend to go up in price because they aren't making any more of them, and yet right. they're beautiful pieces of, of mm-hmm. art in their own right. And uh, I've always wondered, you know, what do these, these old Bibles look like? Um, so I began to, to investigate, found uh, that there are four or five dealers across the country, and one in particular that had some, some extraordinary prices. And so I, I bought one or two and then bought one or two more. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden began a little bit of a collection, ended up writing a book, Inspiration to Ink, the big picture of how we got the Bible, because this dovetailed nicely into all of that. And uh, this Museum Day event kind of grew out of that burgeoning collection that began about four years ago. All right, right, good. So now you're sharing uh, your love for this um, collection with the public. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're, again, hoping that many of you will come. It's had a... Um, it's it's grown even as we've talked about it into uh, – and matter of fact, since we haven't uh, done this before, uh, we don't even really know what to expect. <laughs> but um, just from your ideas right now, what could people expect when they come to this event? Well, what I would like to do is is take my best friends – and just sit them down in my living room, my den, or my my, my home office, and, and and just open up one of these treasures, mm-hmm. and, and and my uh, desire to share it with others is is almost infectious and contagious, and yeah. and and what I can't do that with a tons of people, but but we can put on, on an event like this, mm-hmm. and in a way share it with hundreds of people, and it would be my joy to be able to share. Uh, first-hand documents and manuscripts and books and to, to really illustrate how the Bible came down to us through the ages so that people could actually do a little hands-on and, and, and uh, a little eye candy, depending on, on the item, uh, to, to actually see some things that are, that are unique, that are beautiful, and that illustrate the power of what God was doing down through the ages in bringing the Bible to us. 
And uh, if, if that can be accomplished, I think something great can come out of it. Yeah, this is a real, like you say, it's a rare opportunity. And um, you just you never know the effect that it will have on a person. And I know that you shared with me uh, a few instances where people were converted after seeing this, after being exposed to this information. Um, what do you think causes that? That you know someone could be considering a relationship with God and then get this information, and that sort of pushes them over the edge to go ahead and establish that true relationship with the Lord. Well, I really think that the timing is right for this topic. I've had so many people tell me. I I can't tell you how excited I am about your book. I can't tell you how excited I am about information, concrete information for the common person that goes step by step about how the Bible came down to us down through the ages. People need to know that, uh, you know, it didn't just plop down from heaven. Uh, There were stages that that God utilized down through the ages and and, and so uh, the the book as well as the museum exhibit will kind of go through those stages of of God communicating his will to certain chosen human beings how that that message was organized published preserved how it became a book that we call the bible how the scribes copied it down through the ages, what the evidence is in terms of, of, of how it was how it was actually assembled, put together, and, and, and the, the, the integrity of the process. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know anything about that, and then when they begin to find out what great lengths were taken to actually get it into the hands of, of people and what sacrifices were made, right. the, the blood that was shed, mm-hmm. The, the 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 cost in in, in human sacrifice uh, as well as is sacrifice on God's part in being able to to, to put it into our hands mm-hmm. people the average person has no clue that's right and if we could if if we could communicate that in a way that uh, that, that takes the average person step by step through the process from mm-hmm. beginning to end. Mm-hmm. That this this Bible is the byproduct of all of these steps, right. and uh, I, I really believe it impacted some people in a powerful way because they were looking for concrete um, evidence yeah. of something that that uh, bolsters our our faith. Yeah, yeah, it does really. Um I mean, it, it, clearly it's not adding to Scripture, but it does give us some, some additional history uh, of the Bible, and it makes it, uh, it makes it more real when we hear the history of how it was passed down. And, and your book, Inspiration to Ink, the big picture of how we got the Bible, is a, uh, a document that walks us through that, shows us how different, uh, uh, how the, the message was brought down, how it was preserved as it was brought down and published uh, for di- for different in different languages to different people um but just it's a furthering of God's plan to, to keep his message alive and uh and so I hope folks will read your book but also come to the event but uh I think just that the way that learning about this history brings a reality it kind of bridges a gap cuz a lot of people I think look at the bible as fantasy you know something that didn't really happen it's these wild fantastic tales that somebody spun and put into a book. But when you understand that, how seriously people took it, like you said, some people even lost their lives just to preserve this message. 
when we understand that and we hear about it, it helps bring it to us. You know why it's even in our hands today, and um, and that can have an effect on on people. And I can understand how someone could be converted just by hearing about that. Absolutely, and and, and we're going to have archaeological artifacts or at least replicas and facsimiles of artifacts. We're, we have a limited budget for something mm-hmm. like this, but but we still have some hands-on. Uh, illustrations of of step by step how all of this came down. Uh, we'll have uh, uh, different uh, stations at this that stations that relate to to the very earliest beginnings of the Bible and and the earliest beginnings of of, of how uh, writing and and book manufacture play into this. Mm-hmm. We'll have uh, archaeological artifacts related to Jesus of Nazareth. We'll have uh, some items that uh, pertain to the Dead Sea Scrolls, the Hebrew Old Testament, ancient Greek manuscripts, and in, in, in the manuscript tradition, how all of those manuscripts were copied down through the ages. We will have medieval books and manuscripts, uh, the Gutenberg Bible. We'll have... Uh, um, copies of, of uh, uh, Luther's uh, translation of the Bible into German, uh, Wycliffe and Tyndale, uh, replicas of, of their works of the Bible in, in, into English, uh, other early English Bibles, uh, all the way down through uh, uh, you know some other genuine articles of, of some of the earliest English Bibles. We, we will have uh, the, the, the real thing, genuine, genuine uh, Bibles that are very, very ancient. Very valuable to see those things. And uh, speaking of the effect that it has on people, I remember when you first showed me some of the replicas of artifacts, the crown of thorns, um, and just thinking about, you know, what if I were to put that on my head? <laughs> and uh, the, the spearhead, uh, just uh, a lot of that stuff when you see it, or, you know, even replicas of it, um, it just brings to life, you know, what, what actually happened back then. And uh, I think it's going to be a valuable experience for anybody to come. Now, what about the kids? Will there be things for kids? We will. We're going to do some skits. We're going to do some some hands-on activities on the side for the kids. Uh, there'll be some presentations just for them. Uh, we don't want this just to be for the old folks. <laughs> we want this to be for everybody. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have videos. We're going to have uh, uh, people in costume. We're going to have kid-friendly activities. Bring the whole family. Bring a car load. we got people coming all over for this. And uh, uh, if, you, if you're listening, to this, if this is at all interesting to you, this is something that it, it's free. Yeah. Uh, doesn't cost a thing to come to. And it's going to be an exciting event that uh, it'll, it'll be an hour well spent mm-hmm. for the entire family. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want to, at this point, go, just go over again uh, that it's going to be at the Church of Christ in Santa Clara at 850 Pomeroy, Saturday, October 5th. It'll be from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Um, doors will be open during that time, and you can drop in, stay as long as you like, and, uh, and experience uh, the wonders that will be on display. Yeah, just one more thing, Sebastian. I mean, for the, for the adults, um, you know, imagine looking at the internal contents of a 1572 Bishop's Bible or a 1629 first edition Cambridge 
King James Version um, or a, uh, a 1607 Geneva Bible um, or a 1641 version of uh, Fox's Book of Martyrs, that Fox's Acts and Monuments. Imagine opening one of these books and seeing Queen Elizabeth on the one of the first pages staring at you or seeing some of these woodcuts a woodcut for instance of, uh, of William Tyndale saying his last words Lord open the king of England's eyes right before he strangled to death and burned at the stake um, we'll have first hand uh, books that came from that period that, uh, that you can actually see and I, I believe it It'll be exciting for just a whole lot of people. Yeah, very good. Thank you. Thanks for talking to us, Mike. We'll follow this up and uh, give a little bit more detail on what's going to be going on. But uh, thanks for listening and thanks for being here, Mike. You're welcome. Thank you.